The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Pedalke has everybody cycle through. Brooklyn wants it on that right side. Pedalke, pass through the lane. Great pass into Hannah. Hannah Miguel will give it down low. And Norziska gets the easy bucket. Tonight, it's a Buffalo County battle in Ravenna as the Blue Jays welcome in the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Dribble into Franny Lopez. He'll get it out here for Stroh. Stroh's going to drive all the way himself and will lean in and get the bucket. Devin Stroh hits the shot. He now has seven points in the game. Christmas Eve is just a week away. Both Ravenna and Gibbon would love to win an early present tonight. It's the Buffaloes and Blue Jays coming up next. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Ravenna with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ravenna for a Luplak Conference doubleheader here as the Blue Jays playing host to the Gibbon Buffaloes. We anticipate a pretty tight boys game. The girls game, well, Ravenna is going to be a decided favorite. They come in two and two on the season. Gibbon is one and three, but a very young team. Uh, dominated by a large class of sophomores, only two seniors, and that's the roster here for Gibbon. It is a growing period right now for Gibbon, whereas Ravenna, especially after how well they played the other night uh, at uh, Carney Catholic, you would have to say they would be a prohibitive favorite to come away with the win in this one. Let's give you our starting lineups here on the new Tech Seed pregame show for the Buffaloes. Ellie Snell, a 5'8 sophomore, starts with Miranda Smith. She's 5'5", also a sophomore. Faith Tracy, 5'8", senior. She'll start with uh, Cheyenne Ellis, 5'8", and a uh, sophomore. And Parker Kenton, 5'7", sophomore, will start for head coach Jim Rayburn. Now for the Ravenna Blue Jays, they'll start a freshman point guard, Jordan Fidelke. She is 5'3", and very quick. In fact, uh, very quick uh, throughout the course of the lineup here. Brooklyn Fidelke, 5'4", and a sophomore. She'll start with uh, Rebecca Noziska, who is uh, a 5'8", junior, uh, Hannah Migrel, and Eva Ochtenberg. The starting lineup here for Ravenna. Your starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. You've been listening to a very abbreviated New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your year leader. Contact Terry Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Opening tip in the air, controlled here by Ravenna. They're passing around the perimeter. They're going to fire a three, and they hit the three. Jordan Fidelke, first offensive set here for the Jays. She drains the three-pointer, and it's an early 3-0 lead here for Ravenna. And a little extra step here as the pressure being put on by Ravenna. That's one of the things that they are extremely good at, and they use that, uh, that team speed of theirs to have the opportunity to force some turnovers, and that's exactly what they got done there. So Fidelke brings in the offensive end, and we'll get it up here on the left side here for Migros as they work around the perimeter. Pass in the lane to Noziska, and her pass is going to be off the mark, and that'll be a turnover. So both teams have turned the ball over once. Here in the early stages, the difference is Jordan Fidelke's uh, three-pointer from the right side, and the Jays have that early lead. 
So here comes Gibbon in the offensive end. Miranda Smith takes it all the way down the baseline. She's shot up there very nicely by Norziska. And they'll kick the ball back out here for Kenton. Parker Kenton loses the basketball. Diving on it there is, uh, is Ochtenberg. And the possession arrow is pointing to Gibbon. So they'll maintain possession here. We'll move the arrow. And we'll put it in the offensive end. They lob it to that left side by Snell. And Gibbon turns the ball over again. On the run after making the steal is Norziska. And Norziska maybe going a little bit too fast. Wanted to make a nice bounce pass along that baseline. And she lost the handle. And so they will turn the ball over. So Ravenna with that early 3-0 lead here. We anticipate the boys game is going to be a very up and down affair. Pass on that right side is going to go off the hands of uh, Parker Kenton and out of bounds. So Gibbon will turn it over. First team that really kind of finds the handle of the basketball is going to have the advantage here. Right now, Ravenna leads at 3-0. They're going to fire a three-pointer on that right side a little bit uh, too strong over there for Brooklyn Fidelke. She missed the three, and the long rebound is uh, taken out of there by Parker Kenton. So she snags the bound. And uh, dribbling through some traffic here is going to be Snell. Snell, low runner. Shot won't fall. And the rebound's going to go out of bounds. And the official says it was last touched by Ravenna. So that means that Ochtenberg, was, uh, battling, who was battling for the ball there, was the last to touch it. So inbounds going to be knocked away twice by Ravenna. And the second time, it is going to go off the hands of uh, Ravenna's Eva Ochtenberg. And so in the corner, tossing it in again, is going to be Miranda Smith. Smith slaps the ball. will lob it to the low post for Ellis. Ellis, extra pass, but uh, took an extra step as well. So that will be a turnover again here on the Buffaloes. 3-0. We played about two minutes there as Ravenna has the lead and the basketball. They get it at the free throw line. Fidelke gives it to Fidelke. Now top of the circle is Jordan with it, and she'll give it off on the left wing here for Hannah Meagrel. And a little drive in the lane, and... They're going to say before that contact came, extra step by Ravenna, and they'll turn it over. So both teams right now not taking great care of the basketball. Four turnovers on uh, Gibbon, four for Ravenna. They took care of the ball pretty well against Carney Catholic the other night. Entry pass going to be knocked away by Ochtenberg. Just an example of Ravenna not letting anything easy happen here for Gibbon. Just 90 feet away from the basket, they're still uh, putting pressure on the inbounds, trying to not let him get it in. Ball's going to be lobbed up ahead for Miranda Smith. Smith working around the sideline. Dribbles down, runs into Ochtenberg, and they're going to call a block on Ochtenberg. That'll be her first. Well, they've tightened that up over the last uh, few years. About five years ago, that probably would not have been considered a foul. It would have been just part of the game. But they're trying to have a little bit more flow to the game. Lob in the lane, a little bit too high, and Gibbons going to turn it over. Long pass up ahead, and Ravenna can't make that connection as they threw it up court trying to connect with Brooklyn and Fidelke. It's a little bit too far, and it's going to be a turnover, and Gibbon is going to call the timeout. 5.44 to go here in uh, the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Timeout, Gibbon. We're back after this. Of the game, and the Jays with that 3-0 lead. Two and a half minutes in, we'll inbound the basketball, work it around the perimeter, top of the circle. With it is Jordan Fidelke. The freshman gets it down low, and having a little trouble with that bounce pass down low was Norziska, and she'll turn it over. 
Last-minute substitution. They had six players on the court. The official catches it. And no need for a technical there. And we're going to have a foul on the inbounds. A little push being taken on the inbounds here. Eva Ochtenberg going to pick up her second foul. So she's in a little bit of early foul trouble here. So checking back into the game is going to be Fidelki. That'll be Brooklyn Fidelki coming in. Ball inbounded here for Miranda Smith. Smith facing pressure. Ten-second count going on. Throws it up ahead here for Parker Kenton. Kenton, we're about eight in, and she gets it across the timeline. And then it goes off of her foot, off of her foot, so it will be out of bounds off of Gibbon. And the uh, Buffaloes turn the ball over again. So the Jays hit a three-pointer on their opening possession, and we've um, mostly exchanged turnovers since then. Passing that right side, another three-pointer for Fidelki. No good. And the rebound taken out by Ravenna. So Ravenna snags the bound. They'll get it back out for Brooklyn Fidelki, and she's going to be blocked on her way to the basket. Well before a shot. And so the Jays will have to inbound it. Cheyenne Ellis called for her first foul. Teams first as well. Jays tossing it in. That's going to be Brooklyn. Brooklyn gets it top of the circle for Jordan. Jordan had it knocked out of her hands, I thought, but no, she was the last to touch it. And so that'll be another Ravenna turnover because it goes out of bounds. No, they, the officials get together and change the call. I thought it should be Blue Jay basketball, and that's exactly what's going to happen here. They inbound it, and a quick three-pointer for Hannah Meagrel is no good, and we've got a foul on the rebound. So a little push is going to be against uh, Rebecca Noziska. So slow start for both offenses here. Ball inbounded for Snell. Snell has it knocked away. Rolling around, Smith picks up the loose basketball. Smith being triple teamed right now, lobs it down low. It's tipped, but Parker Kenton comes up with it, turns around, takes it off glass, and scores. So by the time that was tipped around, it got back to Parker Kenton. She was about a foot and a half away from the basket. A little penetration here by Jordan Fidelke. She's going to kick it out left side for uh, Meagrel, and Meagrel's going to fire the three that's going to be no good. And rebounded by Gibbon. It's Kenton who snags the rebound, passes it up ahead, and that's going to be a Gibbon turnover. They're running right back at him. And on the baseline, slowing it down a little bit is going to be Megan Meagle. She'll throw it down low. Shot's going to be no good, and we're going to tie up the rebound. Possession arrow is pointing to uh, the Blue Jays, so they'll inbound the basketball. We're midway through the first quarter. It is three to two, and now a nice bounce pass down low is going to set up Noziska for an easy bucket on the inbounds play. Flowing through the lane was Noziska, and she was untouched, and a pass a little bit too strong for Gibbon. They're going to turn it over. So after that bucket, Ravenna takes her lead back out to three. They lead it five to two, and Gibbon turns it over again. For the Buffaloes, checking in is going to be Faith Tracy. Tracy will come in for Cheyenne Ellis. And slapping the ball, going to be Brooklyn Fidelki. Fidelki's going to throw it in the corner, open for the three is Schmidt. Schmidt's three-pointer is going to be no good, and she's going to be able to pull down her, uh, her own rebound. Driving down on that baseline, the freshman, great drive there, but fouled on her way to the basket. Jordan Fidelki on the way to the basket. 
I don't want to say put her head down because that may sound like she had an offensive foul. She didn't. She just was very determined to drive there, and she was blocked by Parker Kenton. That'll be her first foul of the game and before the shot. So inbounded for Schmidt. They'll work it around right side for Megan Meagrel. She'll pull up for a quick little jumper. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by uh, Fidelke, and a little runner up and good. So nice little uh, drain, a uh, little uh, runner there as Fidelke hits the bucket. Nice little runner by Jordan Fidelke. Pressure being put on the dribble here. With it is uh, Snell. Snell, five-second count going on against Brooklyn Fidelke. Now she's used up her dribble, and the pass going to be knocked down. Blue Jays tie it up, and then it's going to be a hell ball as Snell got back in the action. Possession arrow pointing to the Buffaloes. Awfully close to a five-second call there earlier. Is Right now, that Ravenna defense is really clamping down on Gibbon. They lead it 7-2. to two. And the law pass going to be knocked away by Noziska. Noziska comes away with the steal. She's going to kick it out for Fidelke. Fidelke gets it on the, uh, in the lane here, and they're going to kick it back out. And a long jumper up and good for Brooklyn Fidelke. So Brooklyn hits the long deuce after the uh, Gibbon turnover. And we've got another ball knocked out of bounds off the hands of Gibbon. Gibbon's going to call another timeout with 2.47 to go. Another turnover for the Buffaloes. Another timeout for Gibbon as well. 2.47 to go here in quarter number one. We'll back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth right after this timeout. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Flashback Neighborhood Grill in Ravenna is proud to support the Blue Jays. Come into Flashbacks for a taste of history. While you are enjoying a great home-cooked meal, flashback to the past in this wonderful setting of the original tin ceiling, bared brick walls, and decorated with history for Ravenna. Read newspaper clippings from years past from sports to town events. It's all at Flashbacks, and the grill is open late for home games, so stop in tonight. Flashbacks Bar and Grill in Ravenna. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. And welcome back here to Ravenna. While you were gone, Madison Schmidt got the inbounds, kicked it off on the right side, hit a three-pointer, and now Gibbon is going to answer right back with a three-pointer. Ellie Snell on the right side. She drinks the first three-pointer of the game here for the Buffaloes. And in transition, another three by Ravenna. Bouncing around in Brooklyn Fidelke. Friendly rim there. 
Great shooter's touch for Fredelke as she hits the three. So we went a long time before we started getting the offense rolling, and it's been rolling here the last 15 seconds or so. In transition, Parker Kenton's got a great look at the basket. Can't get the shot to fall. The putback is missed on the inside, and the ball is off of Ravenna's hands. For Gibbon, with that putback attempt, was Maddie Hyde. And it goes out of bounds, and the Buffaloes will inbound it. They'll toss it in for Parker Kenton. And a little hand check on the inbounds play. That's going to go against Ravenna. And uh, for Nozicka, that's going to be her second foul. Back into the game is going to be Ochtenberg. So Ochtenberg back in here for Ravenna. 15-4. to four. Jays have the lead. Buffaloes have the basketball. They lob it to the high post here for Parker Kenton. Kenton driving, working against Ochtenberg, and they're going to call a foul here on Ochtenberg. And Ochtenberg, that is going to be her third foul of the ball game. So Eva Ochtenberg has three. Noziska has two. So some real foul trouble for Ravenna with a minute and a half to go in the first quarter. So we might find out just how deep uh, the uh, bench is for Noah Malsby. On the inbounds, shot up, good, and we've got a foul. Nice little off-the-screen pass to Ellie Snell. Snell hit the bucket. It's going to have the and one here as the foul is going to be called on Hannah Megrel, and that's going to be her first. So the free throw is up and good here for Snell. Snell makes the one free throw. And in for the Buffaloes is going to be Ariel Gomez. So kick on this left side for Ravenna as they get it off here for Meagle. Meagle got it, gave it away, gets it back, drives, dumps in underneath. There's a lot of contact there. Appeared to me the offense, the defensive player was in the air. That's Maddie Hyde, and Hyde's going to be called for the foul. She'll be called for the block. So slapping the ball to inbound it here is going to be Brooklyn Fidelke. Brooklyn gets it back off the screen. Thought about the three, but she'll kick it back around. Now out for Schmidt. Schmidt's going to fire a three. Good-looking shot, but it's a little bit long. And uh, the long rebound going to be picked up by Ravenna. Snagging the bound was Fidelke. Fidelke gives it on that left side, and she's going to hit a nice little jumper. Got the pass about uh, 13 feet away from the basket, and Brooklyn Fidelke hits the shot. And now Gibbon, facing that pressure, turns the ball over. Inside of a minute to go here in the first quarter, it is 17-7. A 10-point lead right now for the uh, Blue Jays of Ravenna. And Fidelke will kick the ball here left wing for Hannah Meagrel. Meagrel wants the ball back after Schmidt has it in the corner. Meagrel will give us the top of the circle for Fidelke. Now right side with it is Brooklyn Fidelke to Jordan. Meagrel gets it to the elbow here for Megan. And Meagrel's going to drive. Shot's going to be no good. And rebound taken out by Gibbon. So Gibbon snags the bound, and they'll bring in the offensive end here and a little bit of uh, pressure being put on Snell. She'll get the out for Smith. Smith takes it on the baseline, spins, is triple teamed, loses the basketball. Possession arrow is pointing to Ravenna, so that will be a Gibbon turnover. 13 turnovers on Gibbon so far here in the first quarter. Ravenna with five, but they've um, kind of Settled a little bit here in the last couple of minutes. Got the offense going and taking better care of the ball. 
And the Buffaloes are just going to drop back into a half-court uh, zone here. They're going to go 2-3 zone with 16 seconds to go. Pass from uh, Fidelke to Fidelke. Now they get Schmidt on that left side with it. Top of the circle, Jordan over for Brooklyn. Back to Jordan, top of the circle. Back to uh, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn fires a three. A little bit long. Rebound for Gibbon. They lose the basketball, but Ravenna can't get anything done with it in that amount of time. So that will do it for the uh, first quarter of play. We'll head to the second quarter with Ravenna leading Gibbon. 17-7. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this time. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. And welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth here in Ravenna, where the Blue Jays right now have a 17-7 lead over Gibbon. want to remind you all that uh, all of our games stream live via the World Wide Web. We have a smartphone app here at ESPN, or you can do it at ESPNSuperstation.com, or all of our games are at PlantRiverPreps.com. And all of our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. It will be Gibbon basketball to start the uh, second quarter. And then Parker Kenton has it in the offensive end, and she passes it out to Cheyenne Ellis. We have a whistle, and that's going to be a foul on Ravenna, so we'll have a one-and-one. That's now seven fouls on the Blue Jays, three for Gibbon. And the scoreboard right now is uh, favoring Ravenna. They lead it uh, 17-7, to and the free throw is up and good. So second free throw here for Cheyenne Ellis. And she misses the second. So Jays come out with it. They dribble around the perimeter. Kick left wing here for Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke, nice little uh, to the elbow. Kicks it back out. And boy, there's not cheated on that uh, foul at all. <laughs> <laughs> Gibbons, Miranda Smith did not have a great angle when she committed the foul. Uh, my apologies. That's Faith Tracy who was, uh, committed the foul. And she uh, moved the offensive player off the mark, shall we say. Brooklyn Fidelke is going to fire a three-pointer. It is up and no good. Rebound taken out to Jordan. Jordan's going to drive, and Jordan will score. Jordan Fidelke got the rebound tipped out to her, and she drove hard right to the basket. And it's now 19-8. to eight. Gibbon gets it here, top of the circle for Cheyenne Ellis. Ellis, right side for Snell. Snell dribbling against a little bit of pressure here, put on by Hannah Migro, and Snell is going to score. Ellie Snell, that's a tough low runner. And she's going to hit the bucket. They'll make it 21-10, and 
Ravenna maybe going a little bit too fast, threw the ball up ahead a little bit too far, and it goes out of bounds, so that'll be a Ravenna turnover. Madison Kuchera going to check in here for the Jays. And by the way, we won't be calling the name of Megan Larson. She's still nursing a little bit of a sore ankle, so she won't be playing tonight for Ravenna. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. Two locations in Kearney. Good news for Larson is it doesn't sound like it's going to be real serious. Given with the ball, Snell 15 feet away, dribbles that right side. Shot's going to be no good, and rebound going to be tipped out of bounds by Ravenna. Megan Eagle checking in. And Gibbon will stand on the baseline to toss it in. Miranda Smith lobs it uh, to the elbow here for Maddie Hyde. Hyde kicks it out for Parker Kenton. Back out to Miranda Smith. Smith working against Jordan Fidelke on that right side. Dribbles and then carries it. So a forced turnover there. Ryan Ellis is going to check back into the uh, ball game here for Gibbon. And nice ball movement here by Ravenna. They're trying to throw it to the inside of that zone, and it's going to be stolen away. Cheyenne Ellis comes away with the steal, so the Jays turn the ball over. And dribbling on that right side is Ellie Snell. Snell double-teamed. Dribbles out of it. Dribbles to the free throw line. Her jumper is going to be no good. And a rebound going to be picked up by Snell. Snell with the offensive rebound. Kicks it out for Parker Kenton. Kenton, double team. Gets it to Snell. Snell on the baseline. Shot might have been partially deflected. And coming down with the rebound was Faith Tracy. But when Tracy landed, she fell down. And so she's going to turn the ball over. Got the rebound, but couldn't hold on to it. 19-10, to 10, the lead right now for the Blue Jays. Ravenna working around the perimeter against Gibbon. And they'll get it out here for Kuchera. Kuchera around the circle for Fidelki. Top of the circle for Hannah Meagle. Meagle gets it back. Meagle's going to split the defense, gets it on the baseline. There's Kuchera, and then Kuchera lost the ball and faces some pretty good defense by Gibbon. And Miranda Smith, when she dribbled, had the ball kind of stuck to her hip and ended up carrying it. And the folks here at Ravenna, they know their basketball. They knew that was a carry before the whistle was even blown. Not only did they know it was a turnover, they knew which one. A lot of banners hanging up here that have uh, state basketball on it. So they do know their basketball in this town. And Gibbon, of course... Had some success about a generation ago. A lot of success. Bree Bailey is going to have a little defensive work in front of her here. Here, the shot's up over top of her. Faith Tracy pulls down the rebound but falls down. So Ravenna misses the little runner there. And so the Jays inbound on the baseline. Tossing it in is going to be Brooklyn Fidelke to Jordan around the perimeter. Back to Brooklyn, a little bit too high, trying to get it over to her. And that wasn't Brooklyn's fault, but it is a turnover. Is that pass, they skipped it over to her, and it was a little bit too high. So inside of five minutes to go before the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report, Jays right now leading it 19-10. to 10. And a lob pass down low for Cheyenne Ellis, and Ellis is going to be fouled. She's going to go line and shoot a couple. 
The foul is going to be on Madison Schmidt, her first. Eight now against the uh, Blue Jays. Only four been whistled against Gibbon so far in the ballgame. The free throw by Ellis is up and no good. So she misses the first one. And uh, Ellis will have one more coming up here. And that one bounces away and is no good. Rebound taken out by Brooklyn Fidalki. Fidalki with a uh, quick little runner. runner. Shot won't fall for her as it goes out of bounds. For the Jays, back to battle is going to be Megan Meagle. So she's going to come in. Brooklyn Fidalki is going to come out. Jordan's still out there. So it's uh, Meagle, Jordan Fidalki. Noziska in the game, and also down low is going to be Brooke Cremosta, and we're going to have a reach called here. No, it's going to be a moving screen. Called against Gibbon. And that'll be on Faith Tracy. That's going to be her second. They were fighting through that moving screen, so I thought maybe that might have been a, a foul on Ravenna, but it is on Gibbon instead. Pass on the right side with the basketball. Is uh, going to be Megan Meagle. Meagle gave it away, gets it back, backs up for the three. Can't get it, and the uh, rebound is going to be taken out by Ravenna. And then Ravenna turns the ball over. Ball was tipped around. Brooke Cremosta got the ball tipped to her by Noziska. But Ravenna turns it over. So Gibbon facing some pressure. That's Miranda Smith working against Jordan Fidelke. And Smith carried the ball. And again, Jordan Fidelke, just absolutely perfect in terms of how she positions herself and is quick enough to get there. Just great defensive position there, working against the person with the dribble. And it forces the turnover. Pass into the lane for Noziska. They kick it back out for Schmidt. Back around the perimeter we go. Meagrel has it. Meagrel is going to give it off uh, to Cremosta. Cremosta skips it top of the circle. Ball movement pretty good here. Uh, ball was tipped around. Jordan Fidelke tracks it down. He's going to kick it out for Schmidt. Schmidt's going to fire the three and hit the three. And Madison Schmidt drains the three-pointer. And Schmidt now has six points in the ballgame. All of them coming from behind the arc. In the offensive end is Faith Tracy. Tracy working against Fidelke. Skips it out, and it's uh, going to be knocked away, nearly stolen by Brooke Cremosta, and it's going to go out of bounds. In for Gibbon is going to be Sidney Kroll, and coming out is Miranda Smith. Again, only two seniors on the roster. That's uh, Faith Tracy and Maddie High. The rest of them are all sophomores for Gibbon. Bounce pass for Snell. Snell working against Brooke Fidelke here as they're going man-to-man. Snell has it tied up by Fidelke, uh, by uh, Kermosta. Kermosta, great job forcing the turnover as the possession arrow is pointing to Ravenna. So 22 to 10 with 3.15 to go here in the first half. Pass on the right side for Megrel. And Megan's going to drive, take it off glass and score. That's a pretty drive by Megan Megrel. And Megan did a great job driving that baseline. Makes it now 24-10 inside of three minutes to go. Here before halftime. And a loose ball. It's going to be another turnover for Gibbon. Long outlet pass by Ravenna. This one's connected. Shot won't fall as it goes out of bounds. 
as Migro couldn't get the shot to fall. But it's going to be Ravenna basketball. Great pass after that turnover. Tossing it in here is going to be Brooke Kermosta. Gets the top of the circle for Fidelki. Fidelki's going to drive, split the defense. It hits the back of the iron, goes up high. It's going to be a hell ball. Possession arrow pointing to Gibbon. So Ravenna held scoreless on that possession. So 2.37 to go here in the second quarter. 24-10. to 10. Ravenna with the lead. Gibbon with the basketball. Miranda Smith dribbling on that far side. Picked up there by Jordan Fidelke. Smith loses the ball. Fidelke comes away with the steal. And Fidelke dribbles through some pressure. Nobody shuts her off, has her shot blocked, but they're going to call a foul here on Maddie Hyde. Hyde had got the block, but she got a little bit of the arm in the process, and so she will be whistled for the foul. So Hyde is going to collect the foul. And now Jordan Fidelke is going to collect a couple of free throws. First one's on the way and good. So she makes the first one to make it now 25 to 10. Second free throw is up and good, so she makes both of them. So 2.22 to go here before halftime. 14-point lead now, and now going over the back is going to be Noziska, and that is going to be her third foul. So a couple of uh, starters for Ravenna have three fouls this. Each, Rebecca Noziska and Eva Ochtenberg, who hasn't been out there a whole lot since she collected her uh, third foul in the first quarter. We haven't seen her at all here in the second. 2.19 to go here in that second quarter. In the front end of a one-and-one, as Hyde goes up there, and she'll hit the first of two now because she's earned the bonus. So Hyde, one of only two seniors, puts up the free throw and hits nothing but the bottom of the well. Nice job from the line there by uh, Hyde. All working around the perimeter. Left side, three-pointer for Schmidt for Ravenna. That's going to be no good. And rebound taken out by Gibbon. Gibbon snags the bound. On the run with it is going to be Ariel Gomez. Gomez gives it off on that right side. Jumper going to be no good for Sidney Kroll. And a long rebound going to be picked up by the uh, Blue Jays. Tracking it down was Brooklyn Fidelke. And they'll work back around the perimeter. And here's Schmidt going to fire another three. That one is going to be a little bit long. And another rebound by Gomez. And dribbling here is going to be Snell in the offensive end. Snell picked up there very well by Megan Meagle. And a tough shot there by Snell. Snell's shot is a little bit short. It goes out of bounds. And the basketball belongs to the Jays. So 93 seconds to go here before halftime. And it's 26 to to 12, rather. 26-12. Ravenna with the lead and the basketball. Fidelke. Gives it away. Bad pass, and it's going to be stolen out of there. Coming up with it is Miranda Smith. Smith tries to lay up. No good. And rebound taken out by the Jays. Snagging that rebound is going to be Hannah Meagle. Gives it right back out here for Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke drives and dishes. And a nice little dish inside for Megan Meagle. And Meagle says, thank you very much. And she's able to lay that up and in. And we're going to have another given turnover as they carry the ball in the face of some pressure. 
A great pass by Jordan Fidelke to set up Meagle. Meagle caught it basically with that bounce pass coming up. She just had to continue taking that ball up and lay it off the glass, and that's exactly what she did. Final minute before halftime, 28-12. to 12. And with the ball on the left side is going to be Hannah Meagle. She'll give it off right side for Fidelke. Skip over for Meagle. Meagle's going to drive off glass, and she's going to call for a charge. They're set and ready to accept that charge as Ariel Gomez. Nice play there by Gomez to collect the charge and wave off the basket. For Meagle, that is going to be uh, her second foul of the ballgame. So about 49 seconds to go here before halftime, and it's 28-12. to 12. Given down by 16 with the basketball. Miranda Smith, tough shot that is going to be saved. Great work in underneath by Brooklyn Cremosta to uh, come up with the uh, save here. And uh, she's able to get the ball out for the Jays, who now work around the perimeter. And slowing it down, maybe working for the last shot here, is going to be Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke gives it off right wing here for Brooklyn. Back to Jordan. Jordan over to Brooklyn. Brooklyn facing that 2-3 zone, just playing a little catch. Ten seconds left. Dribbling is going to be Jordan. Jordan, they don't shut her off. She drives a little bit too strong. Rebound, pull down, and a walk. Natty Hyde had it, but ended up walking with the basketball. That's going to be a turnover against her. So with 3.4 to go, number three will inbound the basketball. Brooklyn Fidelke. So Brooklyn slaps it, is going to lob it off of the screen, get it out to the three-point shooter, Madison Schmidt. Her three is off the iron and no good. A good look there. Wouldn't fall, and that will do it for the uh, first half of basketball here. We're at intermission with Ravenna leading Gibbon by a score of 28-12. to We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this timeout. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge is doing their part to stimulate the economy. Every Saturday from now until further notice, Sportsman's is offering their famous prime rib dinner for two. That's two of everything. Two prime ribs, two salad bars for only 25 bucks. Dinner starts at 5, so head to sunny downtown Gibbon. Tempt your taste buds and stimulate your wallet. All at Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge. They make it affordable to make the short drive. 
farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. It is 28-12, to 12, a comfortable lead here for the uh, Ravenna Blue Jays at uh, halftime. And uh, I do have one correction from earlier um, I said the three-pointer was by Ellie Snell earlier in the game. Well, the officials have... Uh, I thought that they, I thought it was a three. Uh, I double checked and confirmed they said that was a two pointer. And so our halftime score, 28 to 12, everything all meshes with the uh, book here. And let's, um, let's take a look at some of the statistics. And we'll begin with a few team statistics that just kind of stand out at me. Uh, both teams doing a, a the, the rebounding battle has been very even. Both teams with 10 rebounds unofficially here in the first half for these two teams. Uh, the biggest issue has been the turnovers. And again, Ravenna's probably not happy with their 10 turnovers they've had here in the first half uh, because uh, they, I don't think they turned that, it over that many times against Carney Catholic in the entire game two days ago. But they have 10 turnovers in the first half. But for Gibbon, they've turned the ball over 22 times here in the first 16 minutes of basketball. And that's one reason why they're down by 16, 28 to 12. Let's check some of the uh, individual numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for the... Um, for the Buffaloes, leading the way is Ellie Snell. Snell has seven points and a couple of rebounds. Parker Kenton with uh, two points and two rebounds. Maddie Hyde has two points, two rebounds. Cheyenne Ellis with a one point here at uh, intermission. A couple of players uh, to mention, Ariel Gomez with a uh, couple of rebounds. And also, nice defensive stop because she collected a charge in the uh, first half. Meanwhile, for Ravenna, they lead it 28-12 to 12 here at intermission. And leading the way for them in the uh, first uh, 16 minutes of basketball is Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke has nine points at the break to go with the rebound and has played point guard very, very well, has a couple of steals. Brooklyn Fidelke has seven points and four rebounds, six points for Madison Schmidt, both of those coming from behind the arc. Megan Meagrel with four points, uh, two points for Rebecca Noziska. Uh, and again, uh, fouls, uh, a little bit of a, an, an, an issue that we can talk about as well because a uh, uh, couple of starters with uh, serious foul trouble here for Ravenna in the uh, first half. As soon as I can find my my uh, fouls here. Uh, three fouls for Noziska in the first half. Also three for Eva Ochtenberg and two for Hannah Migros. So foul issues for Ravenna at intermission. Uh, from the field in the first half, Ravenna 11 of 31. They're shooting about 36%. 4 of 15 from behind the uh, 
two-point, three-point line, so they're shooting about 27% from behind the arc, and that certainly is getting it done. They're not shooting the ball exceptionally well in two-point range, but they are shooting the ball reasonably well, four out of 15 from behind the arc here in the first half, and also forcing all those uh, turnovers by Gibbon, 22 turnovers in the first half. That's one reason why they lead this one by a score of 28 to 12. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll uh, be back here to Ravenna right after this timeout. This is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. And custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, First Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here in Ravenna as the Blue Jays lead comfortably in girls basketball 28-12. to 12. Of course, coming up uh, later this evening right here from Ravenna on ESPN Radio, we'll have coverage of the Ravenna boys taking on the Gibbon boys, what could be a very interesting matchup. Uh, don't forget on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FN, Kennesaw is, uh, excuse me, I got the wrong night here. It's Grand Island Central Catholic at Minden. And uh, right now, at the end of the first quarter, Grand Island Central Catholic leads Minden 11-8 in girls' basketball. And later on our sister station, the Breeze, 94-5. Pre-game will start around 8.04. First serve around 8.30. The final four of women's college volleyball as the Nebraska Cornhuskers take on their, their friends from just a little bit south of here, the Kansas Jayhawks in the national semifinals. Again, first serve around 8.30. Pre-game will start at 8.04. On the breeze, 94.5. And again, at 98.9 FM, it's GICC at Minden. In the uh, second quarter last report, the Lady Crusaders with a three-point lead over the Whippets. And uh, don't forget that uh, tomorrow night, uh, we'll have uh, Tri-City Storm Hockey on the breeze as they'll be traveling to Sioux City to take on the Muskies. Then on Saturday... We'll have coverage of the NFL right here on ESPN Radio. The Jets at Dallas, 
and on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Carney Catholic at Midden. And we'll also have coverage of the Ravenna Holiday Tournament as we'll be following uh, Ravenna uh, both on Classic Hits 98.9 and on ESPN 1460. 28-12 is our halftime score, and we'll be back with the third quarter right after this timeout. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and both fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. At Acera Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Acera Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And welcome back here to Ravenna. 28-12 to 12 is our halftime score in the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth on the road here. And here comes uh, the Blue Jays as we start the third quarter with the bounce. Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke gives it away, gets it back. She's playing a little catch here with Eva Ochtenberg. And they'll kick into the corner here for Brooklyn. And Brooklyn's going to drain a three. Brooklyn Fidelke started the game draining a three-corner. And basically the same spot out of the court on the other side of the court as she hits the shot. Nice little runner here as the pass is up ahead to Ellie Snell, and Snell will hit the bucket. That was a great dish there, I believe, by Faith Tracy to lob it down to Snell. Entry pass down low. Noziska will save it. Not a great pass, but great hustle there by Noziska to get it back. And uh, Hannah Megrel will uh, pass the ball back around the perimeter. Now driving is Jordan Fidelke. Going to kick it back out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn three-pointer bouncing around. Hits the rim a couple of times, but won't find its way through. And uh, Ellis will pull down the rebound after the missed three-pointer. So the Buffaloes looking down low, and Ellie Snell will stop at the baseline as she drives and penetrates a little bit. Shot is going to be a little bit short, and rebound going to be taken out by the Jays. It was... uh, Taken now there by Brooklyn Fidelke. Now on the baseline, the pass by Ochtenberg is going to go off one of the Buffaloes and out of bounds. Ochtenberg got herself painted in a little bit of a corner there as the Gibbon defense collapsed on her. She was trying to pass it out, but it went off the defender's foot and out of bounds. So inbounded here for Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg will give back around here to Fidelke. Driving is Jordan out for Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg stops in the lane, takes it off glass, and scores. Eva Ockenberg has been battling foul trouble this game. It gets the uh, point here. That's her first two points of the night. She's got three fouls that she picked up all in the first quarter. And now we've got a steal by Jordan Fidelke. She's going to go with that left hand. Shot's no good. Offensive rebound won't fall in there for Hannah Meagrel, and they're going to tie things up. So Fidelke is able to make the steal. And Hannah Meagrel, great job hustling back there, trying to uh, get the uh, the putback and couldn't get the shot to fall, and they tie up the rebound after that miss. So two shots, point-blank range here for Ravenna. They couldn't get any points out of it after creating the great turnover. Nice little drive, shot in underneath, no good. Rebound by Ellie Snell. Snell 
Helps work the ball back around as uh, another rebound over there by Ariel Gomez as she checked in just a little bit ago. Entry pass, and we're going to have a, a block. It's going to be against Fidelke, and Brooklyn Fidelke going to be uh, her first foul. First foul of the second half for Ravenna. 33-14, to 5.40 to go here in the third quarter. Lobbed in the lane, creating a little bit of space, and then hitting the shot is going to be Cheyenne Ellis. She created a little space there with an elbow, but I don't know if it was enough to commit a foul, but the folks in Ravenna thought so. Here driving in is going to be Jordan Fidelke. She did create some space, so it probably, if you're going to call it tight, that would have been a foul. Faith Tracy with a little block here. That's going to be her third foul. She's called for the blocking foul. And now Jordan Fidelke going to inbound it. Back into the game, Maddie Hyde for the Buffaloes. Gibbon trailing it 33-16. Ravenna inbounds. Ochtenberg takes it on the baseline, kicks it back out. Open for three is Fidelke, but she'll dribble the lane, kick right side, and they're going to say that uh, she took an extra step. So that'll be another Ravenna turnover. Some two days ago, and they took better care of the basketball than what we've seen here tonight. Pass up ahead to Maddie Hyde. Hyde gets it over to Gomez. Gomez working against some great pressure there by Megan Meagle. And they'll give it between the circles. Driving here, Miranda Smith. Smith dribbles to that right side. And again, right in her grill is Meagle. Back to Gomez. Off of a screen, Gomez will drive. Runs in Ochtenberg, but took an extra step there. Just solid defense. Solid defense there that forces the turnover by Gibbon. So up by 17, Jays have the basketball. They'll kick it back out to Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg is going to split the defense in the lane. Shot's going to be blocked by Hyde and uh, picked up by Cheyenne Ellis. So she gets the defensive rebound after the miss. Nice work there by Hyde to come up with the block, but then the turnover. They get in the offensive end, and uh, Gibbon just a little bit too much of a hurry, and they turn the ball over. And Jim Rayburn slapping the court, telling his team we can still play good defense, and they make a steal. Miranda Smith with the steal and has it knocked out of her hands. As uh, There's some example of that speed by Jordan Fidelke, her quickness. Fidelke passed it away. It was stolen away. And then a great bit of uh, hustle there to make sure they didn't get an easy basket. Ball inbounded in the lane for Maddie Hyde. Hyde takes an extra step as she made the catch. Didn't really have her feet underneath her, and so she's going to turn it over. If Gibbon can just shake this turnover bug, they would be a pretty solid basketball team, especially with all of their youth, but they've turned the ball over unofficially here 27 times in the game. Between the circles, Jordan Fidelke is going to split the defense, kick it back out here for uh, Hannah Meagle. Meagle was surprised that she got the ball. She thought she was going in for a rebound. Skip pass on that right side for Jordan. Jordan's going to drive, take it off glass, no good, but she draws the body contact, and that'll earn her a trip to the free throw line where she's been pretty effective throughout the course of the season. Parker Kenton checking back in here for Gibbon. They're going to wait. Uh, not coming in yet because it's two free throws, so Fidelke's going to shoot two after Parker Ellis has committed her second foul. And the free throw is up and no good. Heading for the Blue Jays, number 31, Madison Smith. And for the Buffalo, number 40, Parker Kent. 
Smash and Schmidt checks back into the game here for the Jays. We're right at the midway point of the third quarter, 33-16, to 17-point lead here on their home floor for the Ravenna Blue Jays. Second free throw in and out, no good. Noziska is able to pull down the rebound, though. Good job there on the offensive rebound, and we've got a drive. The bucket's going to count. Strong drive by Jordan Fidelke. Takes it high off the glass, hit on the arm, and she'll try to now finish a three-point play. So Ellie Snell going to be called for her first foul. And Jordan Fidelke with 11 points in the ball game at the free throw line. And her uh, free throw is a little bit short. And we've got a whistle on the rebound. Coming out with it was Noziska. And Ochtenberg is going to be called for the foul on the missed free throw. So Ochtenberg will uh, sit uh, on the other side of head coach Noah Malsby. And she has to come out of the ball game. Ball inbounded to Ariel Gomez. Gives it to Parker Kenton. Kenton loses the ball into the hands of Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke is going to drive with that left-handed layup. Shot's no good. Noziska can't get the putback. Noziska with another putback. This one is good. And so we got a timeout being taken here by Gibbon. They trail it 37-16 to 16 with 3.31 to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back here to Ravenna after this timeout. Even more basketball at the ninth Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to Heartland Hoops Classic Classic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or buy a Ticketmaster. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. And right now the uh, Gibbon Buffaloes have some work to do. That's one reason why head coach Jim Rayburn has called three timeouts so far here in the ball game. Try to get his team focused. It's a learning process because it's a very young team. Ariel Gomez is going to toss the ball in. She'll get it to Ellie Snell. Snell facing the double team. Drops back a little bit. She'll get a screen here by Gomez. Brings it in the offensive end. And Snell is going to be fouled by. Who did they give that to? And they give it to Megan Meagle. That'll be her first. Her first. Three teams, uh, three fouls. Uh, for each team here in the third quarter. Got 321 to go in the quarter. And Parker Kenton is going to inbound it. Give it for Gomez. Gomez working against Jordan Fidelke. The freshman pressuring the sophomore. There's going to be a lot of battles between those two over the years. Parker Kenton dribbles on that right side. His used upper dribble. Gives it top of the circle here for Ellie Snell. Snell working against Megan Meagle. Snell passed back out. Going to be knocked out of bounds by Ravenna. Hannah Meagle couldn't quite get enough of the basketball to make that steal, but she was the last to touch it. 
And just next to uh, head coach Jim Rayburn, Parker Kenton is going to inbound it, and they throw it down low for Ellie Snell, and Snell, I think, is being held by Megan Meagle. Nope, it's on number 10. Well, a little hand-to-hand comeback in there as Ellie Snell is going to be called for the foul. So that's going to be an offensive foul, which actually translates into a turnover. So it will be Ravenna basketball here as they work around the perimeter. Brooklyn Fidelke. Brooklyn Fidelke kicks off on that right side. And Hannah Meagle, when she got started, took an extra step. So that will be a Ravenna turnover. Took a little extra walk. Call for the travel. Ball inbounded here for Ariel Gomez. Gomez gives it to Cheyenne Ellis. Ellison's in trouble. Gets it back out here to Gomez. Gomez across the timeline. Gomez slipped down just a little bit. Kept that dribble alive. And now she'll be uh, stopped there by Brooklyn Fidelke, and the pass is going to be stolen away. The steal by Megan Meagle. Megan can't come up with it as Ravenna misses the bunny, and then Gibbon turns the ball right back over. Quick jumper up by Ravenna, no good. Rebounded by Noziska. Noziska will kick it to the left side. Three-pointer is no good, and rebound taken out by Snell. So Snell gets it back here for Gibbon. And she's going to lose the basketball. It's going to be picked up by Meagle. Nope, it's going to be tied up. She was on the ground, and I thought she was going to be able to pass it out. But Snell stayed with it and was able to tie it up. And so the basketball stays here with Gibbon because the arrow is pointing their direction with 2.04 to go here in the third quarter. Smith going to lob it in the lane here for Hyde. Hyde, nice little runner, bouncing around, bouncing around. No good. Offensive rebound and a foul as Cheyenne Ellis couldn't get the shot to fall. Off of the miss there, but she does get the offensive rebound. The foul is going to be on Madison Schmidt, her second. Fourth as a team against the J. Both teams have committed uh, four fouls here in the first ha- second half. Parker Ellis, free throw line, no good on the first one. Has one more coming up. Score remains 37-16. Two minutes to go here. In the third quarter, second free throw, bounces around, bounces around, no good. Rebound was last touched by the Jays as it goes out of bounds. So Gibbon will inbound on the baseline. Miranda Smith will toss it in, and they are all bunched up. A tight formation here. They split out a little bit, and they're lobbing it in the lane, and they're going to call an offensive foul, yeah. Creating space with just the push there is Matty Hyde. And Maddie Hyde's going to be called for the uh, for the push. So she's called for the foul. Gibbon turns the ball over again, and on the uh, bounce here for Ravenna is going to be Fidelki. Fidelki helps kick it left here side here for Schmidt, and Schmidt's going to drain a three. Schmidt gave it away, got it right back. And uh, the defense just sagged enough that she stroked in a three-pointer. 40-26, loose ball on the ground. Last touch by whom? Meagle knocked it away from Hyde, and they're going to say that Meagle was the last to touch it. So Ravenna, an eyelash away from forcing another given turnover. And they have had a rash. Smith. Dribbles across the timeline. They've turned it over 33 times here in the game. Driving here is Bree Bailey. Bailey off glass is a little bit too strong. Offensive rebound. Rolling it in 
is going to be Maddie Hyde. So Maddie Hyde makes the putback. And she used the rim because it rolled around and rolled around. Right wing, Brooke Cremosta. Gives the ball away to Fidelki, penetrates. They kick it back out here for Madison Schmidt. That's a good-looking three. It won't fall, and the rebound is going to be taken out by Ravenna. Another offensive rebound by Brooklyn Fidelki. Fidelki gives it to Cremosta. Back out here for Schmidt. With it is Jordan. Jordan Fidelki kicks it back out for Cremosta. They give it out here for Brooklyn. Brooklyn, she's going to fire a three-pointer. No good, but Noziska is there for the putback. Rebecca Noziska is able to make the putback. And it's now 42 to 18. And a steal. The steal by Jordan Fidelki. Fidelki tries that right hand to lay up, and it's a lot easier on that side as she's able to make the bucket after the Gibbon turnover. So Fidelki with the steal and the layup. Now dribbling is Miranda Smith on that sideline. Smith gets a screen, has a top of the circle, and Smith going to be called for the body foul here. Had her hand straight up in the air, but they're going to call the foul on the body. With 3.9 to go. And Meagle going to check back in here. Three point nine to go. Lob pass, a little bit to Errant. Picking up the ball is going to be Brooklyn Fidelki, and Fidelki throws it up ahead, and that's going to do it for the uh, first three quarters of play. As Gibbon turns the ball over, their last possession. That is now their thirty fourth turnover so far here in the ball game. Ravenna comfortably ahead of the Buffaloes. 44-18. We'll head to the fourth quarter here in Ravenna right after this timeout. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. It will be Ravenna basketball as we start the uh, fourth quarter here. They lead it 44-18 to over Gibbon. Given 35 turnovers here in the basketball game. With the dribble is Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke kicks here left side for Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg with those foul, uh, foul trouble. Facing 2-3 zone here by Gibbon. Ochtenberg has it top of the circle. Going to drive. Going to take it high off the glass. No good. Noziska with the rebound. And she'll hand off the basketball and will reset the offense. Here's Jordan Fidelke who gives here right wing for Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg back out for Jordan Fidelke. Right side for Brooklyn. Left side rather for Brooklyn. Brooklyn wants it back off of a screen, and she'll fire a three and hit the three. 
Migro with a nice screen there, and Brooklyn Fidelke strokes in the three-pointer. That screen made the huge difference there, as Hannah Meagle can't quite get an assist on that play, but she really uh, was probably worthy of one. In the offensive end, Miranda Smith, she's going to throw it right side here for Snell for Gibbons. Snell on the baseline, lobs it in the lane, and that's going to be another turnover, or they're going to, no, they're going to say it's a walk. Ball might have been tied up there between Cheyenne Ellis and Noziska, but Noziska is going to be called for the walk, and that's either a bad, uh, it's really kind of no wash here. I think both teams probably technically turned the ball over in the span of one second. And it's going to be Snell gets the basketball, and then Snell's going to turn it over there facing that pressure. So 47-18, 7.04 to go. Last report on our sister station. It was halftime in GICC leading Minden 23-22 on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Fidelke drives, dishes right side for Brooklyn. Brooklyn's pass goes between the circles for Hannah Migro. Migro gives right side for Brooklyn. Back to Migro. Lob pass right side for Jordan Fidelke. She's going to drive. Good look there. Shot won't fall and rebounded by Ellis. Ellis pulls down the bound after a good-looking offensive set there by Ravenna. Little crossover here by Snell, and Snell has it stolen away by Fidelke. Fidelke's going to go with that left hand. Shot's going to be no good. And uh, another long rebound. Outletted out here for Miranda Smith. Smith gives it up ahead. Jumper for Gibbons, no good. Rebounded by Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg's going to pass it up ahead, and we're going to have a charge. Jordan Fidelke ran into Parker Kenton, and Fidelke's going to be called for the player control foul or the old-fashioned charge. Back into the game, going to be Maddie Hyde here for the Gibbon Buffaloes. And the ball to Miranda Smith. Smith going to be picked up by Fidelke. Smith working against Jordan Fidelke. Will dribble and kick it right side. Open for the three is Snell. Snell's three-pointer is going to be no good. And the rebound taken out by Fidelke. And Fidelke is going to get the bucket and the foul. Jordan Fidelke driving hard. Just a little bit of a slide there. She made contact with the defender. And she's able to uh, come up with the uh, loose ball. The, The bucket after that long rebound was tipped out to her. And she'll try to finish off the three-point play after Miranda Smith was called for the foul. So Fidelke, free throw is up and good. So Jordan Fidelke, 16 points on the night. Brooklyn Fidelke has 13. There's 29 of the 50 here for Ravenna. And they lead it 50-18 to 18 over the, the Gibbon Buffaloes. On the bounce here, Miranda Smith going to get it at the high post for Maddie Hyde, and Hyde squares up nicely and will score. She caught it, pivoted with that uh, foot, and uh, found herself open, so she hits about a 14-foot jumper. In transition, Ravenna with the long jumper. It's going to be no good, and rebound is going to go out of bounds. Last touched by Gibbon. Back into the game, Cheyenne Ellis here for Gibbon. Ellis, Hyde, Snell, Smith, and Kenton out there right now for Gibbon. Ball inbounded here for Brooke Cremosta. She'll give it for Ochtenberg. Ochtenberg, a little runner in the lane, no good. And rebound by Snell. Smell with the uh, rebound after the uh, Ravenna miss and brings it in the offensive end. She'll kick it here right side for Ellis. 
Trying to do a little give and go there. Ellis still has the basketball, and she'll turn it over. Kuchera back into the ball game here as Madison reports for duty. We talked about uh, how young Gibbon is, but honestly, so is Ravenna. You have Ochtenberg and Madison Schmidt, uh, seniors with uh, Sarah Rip. Those three seniors are it. And so there's a lot of younger players that are uh, very active here for Ravenna. A jumper on that right side. Nice shooter's touch over there for Madison Kuchera as Kuchera hits the shot. Got a nice friendly roll there. And it's now 52-20. to 4.48 to go here in the fourth quarter. Dribbling through pressure is going to be Smith. Smith, little runner up and no good. And rebound taken out by the Jays. They'll pass it up ahead, and we're going to have a blocking foul as they got it up ahead. Kenton's going to be called for the foul. And Megro is going to go to the free throw line after Hannah Megro made the uh, great outlet pass after pulling down the rebound. So Kenton with the foul. And Megro at the line. She'll have a couple of free throws. The uh, first one is up and no good. Her second free throw is good. So... Migro with the uh, point there. She's got five in the game. Kenton gets the ball inbounded to her, working against Brooke Cremosta. Kenton across the timeline, gets a screen. She's going to be picked up there defensively by Kuchera. Outlet pass going to be knocked away here by Megan Migro. And Megan Migro trying to get back to the ball, battling with Parker Kenton for the ball. And it's going to be a foul on Ravenna. And for Megan Meagle, that's going to be her second, seventh as a team. So Kenton will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one. Gibbon, four of nine from the free throw line. Ravenna, four of eight. And the free throw is up and no good. And for the uh, Jays, pulling down the rebound is going to be Madison Kuchera. We'll give it up here for Madison Schmidt. Schmidt has it. Gives it off on the left wing for Madison Kuchera. Top of the circle for Meagle, Megan. Megan has it. Playing catch on that right side with Brooke Kermosta. They get it to Ochtenberg at the free throw line. Now kick left side for Madison Schmidt. Schmidt's going to skip it back out. Good ball movement here on that right side. Ochtenberg has it. Ochtenberg back out here for Kuchera. Skipping it out for Madison Schmidt. She's open for three. It's a little bit too strong. And the rebound goes out of bounds. But it wasn't for lack of effort over there by Madison Kuchera. Uh, she ended up uh, bouncing on that uh, sideline over there. But she did a good job of hustling to get to the basketball. 3.48 to go. Again on our sister station, Classic Hits 98-9, Grand Island Central Catholic and Minden. It was a one-point game at halftime. Crusaders with the lead. Here, 53-20 to is our score. Spinning in the lane, Miranda Smith, little floater, up and in. Nice shot there by Miranda Smith as she was uh, well covered. That's her first bucket of the ball game, first points of the night. Madison Schmidt's going to kick it out here for Sarah Ripp who came in during the stoppage. They get it right back out here for Schmidt. Schmidt's going to fire the three. Going to be a little bit too strong, but an offensive rebound by Cremosta. And Brooke Cremosta is able to make the putback. So on the dribble, Miranda Smith, 55-22, and uh, another given turnover. They lost the basketball, facing that pressure. 
And again, shooting-wise, Gibbon has only attempted 24 shots compared to 59 for Ravenna because that's now 39 turnovers against Gibbon. They're in that 2-3 zone. Snell has it right side. Snell's going to be... Uh, it's going to be snelled there defensively. Bailey was putting on the pressure. The pass is in the lane here for Madison Schmidt. And Schmidt in the lane will hit her first two-pointer of the night. No, second two-pointer of the night. She now has 11 in the game. Nice work there for the senior off the bench. With her dribble is Snell, top of the circle. Gives it off here for Smith. Smith, a little runner in the lane. A lot of contact there, and she's going to go line for a couple. As we got a... 35-point game, which means we have a running clock, even though we're at the free-throw line. Miranda Smith is going to be shooting two, and she'll bank in the first one. The foul was whistled on Madison Guchera. That was her first. Once you get to 35 points in both uh, football and basketball, you have a running clock. But unlike uh, second free throws up and good, unlike football, if you get closer than 35, it's still a running clock. So a minute 45 to go. I thought it was 40 that they had the running clock, but we're running it now. Yeah. There you go. It was 40. I thought it was 40, not 35, but they had the running clock. But you know what? Uh, Coach Rayburn is not upset that that's happened. So they took extra time off the clock. Ball moving around the perimeter here. Brooke Cremosta works around the perimeter. With the basketball here, Sarah Rip. Rip looking into a 2-3 zone. Gives it now top of the circle here for Shelby Schroeder, who came in a moment ago. Here we get to Cremosta. Kick out here for Sarah Rip. She's going to fire a three and bank it in on that left side. So Sarah Rip banks it in from the corner, not the corner, but uh, from the left wing. And in transition, a three-pointer here for Gibbon. That's a little bit short for Snell. Snell's shot won't fall, and it's going to be rebounded by Cremosta. Cremosta brings it up court herself. Final minute, Madison Kuchera gives it on the baseline. That's Schroeder. Schroeder with a quick little runner. That's a little bit too strong. And the uh, loose ball picked up after the uh, turnover by Ravenna. Bailey had it momentarily. Now a quick jumper here by Ravenna on that right side. Would not fall for Kuchera. So they'll get it back out here for Sarah Rip. Rip on the dribble from the free throw line. Gives it out here for Cremosta. 28 seconds to go. Sarah Rip right side. Gives it over for Kuchera. Now driving is Sarah Rip. Gets it back out to Kuchera. She was open for the three, but she'll get it to Brooke Cremosta instead. 16 seconds left. Pass right side for Madison Kuchera. 60-24. to 24. Pass in the lane. Picking it up is Jade McDowell. And McDowell loses the basketball. And then uh, it's going to get knocked away by Shelby Schroeder with four seconds to go. So 60-24 to 24 is our score here with four seconds to go. Gibbon. Will inbound for the last time. And checking in the game is Sidney Kroll. Kroll gets it in the lane for Brianna Cranow. And that's going to do it. Cranow got the ball, went up strong with it, got the bucket at the buzzer. And that will do it. Your final score in this one, it's Ravenna. 60, Gibbon 26. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here from Ravenna right after this timeout. 
Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing at 800-824-1865. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to Ravenna. Nice moment here for the Blue Jays as they are recognizing the uh, the cast and the crew of their one-act competition. They finished as state runner-up in, uh, Norf- in Norfolk just this last Thursday, and they're being recognized for their work in the attempted murder of Peggy Sweetwater was the name of the play, and they finished as a state runner-up. Congratulations to them, and a nice little bit of recognition here for the hometown fans for their one-act team from Ravenna, who did very, very well this season. You're listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And I'm still totaling up uh, some numbers here, but uh, one number that uh, does stand out, obviously, we've talked about throughout the course of the game, and that was the number of turnovers that uh, Gibbon had in the game. And as a result of that, they were outshot tonight by Ravenna. Uh, Ravenna uh, got up 61 shots, and Gibbon got up 28, to, in large part, to 39 turnovers for Gibbon here in the basketball game. But Ravenna... They, they probably want to clean things up a little bit, too. They had 15 turnovers uh, here in the ballgame. Ravenna did win the rebounding uh, battle 22-20 to 20 unofficially uh, here in the game, and the fouls kind of uh, balanced out a little bit in that second half, but the Jays found themselves in some early foul trouble, but uh, they were able to uh, move on and have that not really impact them too much as they win this one by a final of 60-26. to 26. Let's check the numbers here for Gibbon as uh, they... Uh, uh, now fall to uh, one and four on the year. They'll be back in action Saturday night when they take on Adam Central. They were led tonight by uh, Malia Rivera. Ooh, I hit the wrong button here. Uh, by Ellie Snell. My apologies. Ellie Snell finished with nine points and six rebounds. Maddie Hyde with six points, three rebounds. Miranda Smith with four points and a rebound. Cheyenne Ellis with three points, four rebounds. Brianne uh, Cranow. Uh, with that last second bucket finished with two points on the night, and Parker Kenton also with two points on the evening. Once again, your final, it's 60-26 to 26 
Ravenna with the win over Gibbon. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll check the numbers for the Blue Jays right after this timeout. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. And welcome back here. 60 to 26 was our final as the Ravenna girls improved the record now to three and two on the year. They'll be back in action before Christmas. Uh, and they'll be in the Pleasanton Holiday Tournament on the 21st and the 22nd of December. They'll also be in the Ravenna Holiday Tournament after Christmas. So they'll uh, have plenty of basketball between now and the new year. And as we mentioned, they are two and three on the season. They were led tonight by Jordan Fidelke. Fidelke with 16 points, three rebounds, number of steals. Brooklyn Fidelke finished with 13 points on the night. Madison Schmidt off the bench with 11. Rebecca Noziska with six and six rebounds. Megan Meagrel, five points. Sarah Rip hit a three-pointer. She's got three. Brooke Cremosta with two. Madison Kuchera, two. And Eva Ochtenberg finished with two points on the night as well. And so, as we mentioned, Ravenna now, Three and two on the year. They'll be back in action at the Pleasanton Holiday Tournament on the uh, 21st and 22nd of January. And then after Christmas, they'll be in the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. We'll have coverage of the Ravenna Holiday Tournament on Classic Hits 98.9 and right here on ESPN 1460. 60-26, the final in the uh, girls' game, the boys' game. Well, they're warming up right now. We're about uh, 18 minutes away from the tip. Between the Jays and the Buffaloes, we're going to send it back to regular programming back in the studios for a little while. And then we'll be back in about, oh, 12 minutes or so for a uh, pregame for the Jays and the Buffaloes in boys basketball. 60-26, it's Ravenna over Gibbon in girls hoops. We'll be back with the boys game right here on ESPN Radio. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. 
70. Best of luck to all the area wrestlers at state. From Terry and Jason Stark and Laverne Boudreaux of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders, proud to support the area wrestlers. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.